You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. It's Dan. And Delatory. Same corner, same time. Beautiful, beautiful day, man. Uh, top of the top, April. No April. How was y'all April's Fool's Day? Did y'all get fooled? No. Um, Brooke, Brooke got fooled. Um, and I had to call her out. We had, we had a we had a nice little weekend. We went uh, went to the beach, went boating uh, over the weekend. But uh, on Saturday, so Brooks uh, from Pottsville, Pennsylvania. That's where Yingling Beer is from. Uh, and she saw on Twitter as we're driving to the beach that they were going to create a cheesesteak lager. Um, mm, and she no. was convinced. She's like, "Do you no. think that'll taste good?" I said. No. <laughs> and I was like, show me the post. I'm like, and it's like them dumping a bunch of cheesesteaks into like a vat. I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. You know, but, uh, but other right. than that, other you, than you, that. You look at there and you're like, you know what? You're so pretty. Yeah. You're just, you're, you're just really pretty. Yeah. yeah no, it was no, early I, in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I saw my, uh, my friends who are Michigan fans saw that, um, Shoot, who's that receiver, the number one receiver that was just on campus? I'm blanking on the name. Jeremiah Smith. They saw that Jeremiah Smith had, had flipped to Michigan, and they mm. sent me the post. And I was like, ah, he hasn't been to Michigan, guys. Not at um, all. And he's definitely not flipping to Michigan today. There was like, a, what, uh, what? And I was like, it's, it's April 1st. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a, uh, a recruit. I don't know if you guys saw this, said that he announced his commitment, and I don't remember who it was, to Oklahoma. Uh, right. Having the whole edit and everything, and then he's like April Fools. I'm like, come on, yeah, get toy with these guys' hearts. Because then they uh, posted. I think it was that uh, that that account that uh, looks at message boards and stuff, and they're like, pull his offer. We need guys of high character, not people that pull this stuff. I'm like, it was snapping <laughs> on them. That's crazy. <laughs> Um, in a so, not so uh April Fool's one, some kid committed to Florida State this weekend, and it wasn't yeah. uh, April Fools at all. Uh, yeah, sounds like he, he was the only one fooled. Yeah, he um he showed pictures nice. of him comment or t- chatting with Zach Blostein uh, from uh, two four seven, talking with one of the coaches, saying that he was going to announce his commitment. So feel bad for the kid. Um, you know, don't don't know much about him. Uh, seems to have a, a somewhat respectable offer list. I know he's he's growing, uh, but that's a that's a tough look for the timeline. Feel bad for him. I love don't think him. he'll be. You don't Go think he'll be com- committing to Florida State later at a later mm-hmm. date. I don't, but I mean, it begs the question: What the hell is happening in Tallahassee? You know, that's a great question. Yeah. Great question. Uh, what's happening in uh, Cora Gables as well? But we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, earning reports aren't coming out. That's what's happening in Coral Gables. Uh, let's. Uh, how is everybody else's week? You guys have a good weekend, Silk. I know you're at the track mm-hmm. all weekend or all Saturday. Woof, man! Working on this tan, bro. I don't know if you can see the tan line, but yeah, I was like, right. appreciate it, Nick. Uh, I was out there from six they, six thirty in the morning. They started scratching. Uh, we didn't leave the park, man, until seven p.m. Dog, so just a full day of track. Uh, he ran four events. Uh, we had a good time, man. He's running with Team Elam. Got to see Abe a little bit. Kicked it. 
they placed third in the four by one. They didn't have a 10U, 11U, uh, four by ones. I don't know what happened to the 10, 11 year olds, what they were doing this weekend, but uh, he had to run the four by one with the 12U. He mm-hmm. ran first leg, jumped out, gave him a big start. I couldn't even record, nigga. I was screaming to the top of my lungs like a like a like a mom, like the co- like team mom. Um, but they did good. He did good overall. He got some more work to do, man. Uh, we gotta climb these these times and whatnot. You know how it is. That track stuff is a journey. But I got burnt out, bro. Yesterday I had to go to Orlando to do get some more stuff done, some business done for the Roll Up Network. Uh, just burned out, tired, man, but ready to pie. You um, you had said that he he uh, starts off too fast in like the two hundred or the four hundred. So 400. it makes so it makes sense that he's the he's the first leg in the four by one because he, he's gonna he's gonna go sprint sprint that first hundred yeah. and, and get the baton off. He should be third leg on that twelve U team, man. Like he just like like impressing me more than anything. But he should be third leg. But he got him first leg four hundred. It's his best race if he's mentally into it, but he just doesn't have the patience uh, right now. As he gets older, that'll probably be his best race. Um, he, doesn't, he doesn't like being behind anybody, so he's got to get out in front first. He don't uh, know how to test it, man. I actually but then you got, got three hundred more meters to go. No, he didn't. He didn't <laughs> jump out the gate like that this time. He's getting a little okay. better with it. But I watched him this time, and you can see him visually getting frustrated. Uh, because everybody was in front of him, and he started hitting the gas a little too early. So I had to show him on videos, like, bro, you saw when you got to the last 100, everybody gassed out. He caught everybody, but he just used mm-hmm. too much energy in the first uh, 150, 200 um, that he got. He, he damn near gassed out his last 100 as well. But anywho, enough track stuff. How was your weekend, uh, Nick? <laughs> good, good. Um, had baseball, um, and, and also we had a, a great development with uh, my mother-in-law. She had brain surgery. Last week, um, we've got her moved into uh, an inpatient rehab facility. She'll be there for a little while, but the surgery went well. So I want to thank everybody. I've had so many people, uh, I guess, just from tweeting it or mentioning it, um, saying that they praying and asking how she's doing. She's doing fantastic. And uh, I think we'll get her home sometime this week. So um, Lord works in mysterious ways. But uh, it's been uh, it's been a really good time to to have her uh, her husband, my, my father-in-law here and um, and we're just thankful that, that she's alive and well and, and, uh, and yeah, and doing really well. Blessings, man. Glad That's to awesome. hear that, man. Super, super happy. Uh, continued prayers and thoughts up to her. Uh, I also want to uh, – I have a friend of mine. don't want to make the announcement of his name. I know he listens to the show. Uh, his wife was just diagnosed with colon cancer, and she's only – 32 years old stage two uh type b i believe is what it's called so um she's going to be starting her chemo and radiation so uh please if you could keep uh my buddy and his wife uh, in your prayers they have a three-month-old uh right now so just uh you know obviously a a lot going on uh with them so if you could keep that in mind uh, as well and with that let's let's get on to the show as always we want to uh Shout out uh, Alan Horn with State Farm Insurance as our presenting sponsor. We appreciate Alan and his continued support. If you are in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, or Alabama, and you are looking for home, auto, renters, life, business insurance, whatever it might be, give Alan a call. A quote is free, 706-692-2888 and alanhorninsurance.com. I always encourage people at least a couple times a year to at least shop around your rates. You just never know 
uh, if there's a better opportunity, a better deal out there for you. So again, in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, or Alabama, 706-692-2888 and allenhorninsurance.com. A busy week since last quick, Monday. Quick, Go ahead. Quick, Hey, y'all smash that like button, mm. like, subscribe, share it on Twitter, go on the timeline, tell everybody we kicking it at the same corner, same time, talking some Gator sports, man. Uh, we appreciate y'all. This helps us climb the algorithms and everything else, man. YouTube, YouTube is, a, is a weird game, and it's all about algorithms, all about tags, all about liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all that activity at the same time. So if you guys could do that, appreciate you bringing that up. Silk. So with that being said, before we get into Gator news, we are going to be doing a call-in show at 8 p.m. on Wednesday here live on YouTube. So if you want to be a part of that, uh, we're going to hang out here for an hour, hour and a half, whatever it might be. Uh, and just chat, answer your questions, talk about anything Florida Gators related, football, recruiting, uh, maybe a little basketball, obviously a lot of baseball with Nick or whatever it might be. 8 p.m. Eastern time Wednesday. If you do want to join, we'll put a tweet out, uh, hit our DMs. We will send you the link. Uh, this is just going to be kind of a question and answer time. So uh, quick questions. We'll obviously want to hang out for a little bit, but uh, quick questions, try to get to you as many as possible. But again, 8 p.m. Eastern time on that's, this Wednesday, April 5th. That's 2 p.m. Hawaiian, Dan, just in 2 case PM Hawaiian. is out there in the islands listening. 2 p.m. your time. Yep, and I think if you're overseas, uh, Portugal, Spain, I know we have some listeners over there. I believe it's past midnight. It might be maybe 1, 2 a.m. Mm. Uh, over there. So if you want to stay up and hang out with the boys uh, in Florida here, more than welcome That's to do so. Uh, stadium, so again, stadium and Gale after dark over there, Dan. It yeah, sure is. Buddy. Sure is. All right, gentlemen, let's get into some announcements. Uh, Vernell Brown, former Gator legend and, and current member, or, or I guess now former member of the Florida Gators off the field staff, uh, is going to be leaving or has left, pardon me, as of Friday. Uh, he is going to be Anthony Richardson's manager and chief of staff. Uh, I know that they developed a really strong relationship over the last four or five years going back into his time being recruited to the University of Florida. So certainly wish Vernell Brown um you know, continued happiness in, in his new role and uh, his new uh, his new job. Yeah, this has been in the works for a little bit, um, and uh, it, it'll be interesting. I think it's a really great move for Anthony. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think the people were, were – Zach wrote a story about him and mentioned that he's only 20, and people were like, what do you mean he's only 20? He's, he's a young kid. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it'll be uh, – Vernell is, is, has been a mentor to Anthony – more so off the field uh, than on the field and, and to have that kind of presence as you really move away from home for the first time ever. We talk about guys go to college and, and they're living on their own and they move away from home. Anthony moved eight, eight miles <laughs> to college. So um, I think to have, um, you know, a presence like Vernell and someone who he trusts um, and he knows will steer him in the right direction, has his best interest at heart to have him near him in this, whatever city he goes to uh, will be really good for him. Absolutely. Uh, Vernell Brown was the, pardon me, the senior director of student uh, athlete development uh, since 2018. So certainly we wish the best uh, for him uh, in that new role. And Nick, like you said, 
just a, a really great opportunity for Anthony Richardson to continue to have people that have his back, people that know him. Uh, it can get uh, a little murky uh, in the NFL, you know, especially with the opportunity to make a bunch of money here in the next few months. You're going to have a lot of people trying to reach out to you for that money, a lot of people that want your time, energy, effort, investments, those kind of things. So having somebody that can, can help watch out, uh, be somebody that can stand between you and you know, potential investors or, or, you know, companies that want you to invest in them, uh, people that want your money, all that kind of fun stuff. And, and ultimately stay on the, the straight and narrow. And, you know, Vernal Brown's been connected, you know, for a long time in college athlete, you know, athletics and obviously has a number of relationships in the NFL uh, and outside of the NFL that I think will help. So congratulations to him. Uh, certainly will be missed, but, but certainly can't uh, disagree with making that decision for him. Yeah. I think it's going to be, uh similar to like LeBron James and his move was just hiring people from uh, his hometown, his circle. Uh, Vernell is originally from Gainesville as well. So I, I like that whole connection with keeping familiarity. They built a relationship this entire time. He's at UF. Um, you're going to see Anthony probably do a lot more. You're going to see the people around him elevate um, just from being around him a little bit. Uh, last, last summer, I got to see up, up close, like some of the people around him. Um, you're going to see a lot of people around him in his circle elevate, mm. uh, in a LeBron type way. I'm super proud of how they all moving, man. And happy for Vernell. Dope stuff. Yeah. So congratulations to Anthony. Congratulations to Vernell. Uh, well, I guess since we're on the topic of, of Anthony Richardson, let's talk a little pro day and then we'll talk spring practice. Nick, how was, uh, how was it being out there? Every, every NFL team was represented. I saw Pete Carroll was there. I know Doug Peterson of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars was there. I know a number of, of head coaches and obviously GMs were there. But uh, how did it go on the 30th? Yeah, I don't think Silk's Jags are in the, in the Anthony Richardson market. Um, just yourself blessed. But – you're, uh, you're the best team in the state. You just got to pull up to see what it – you know, just oh, let, let no, it drip. Man. The best let team in the state resides uh, mm. in Broward County, basically. It does. Broward uh, County. Uh, Miami basically Springs. Broward County. Um, Broward County. Basically, about? Broward County. It's Hard Rock, Hard Rock Stadium is is, is a line. stone's throw from from the nine five four. Yeah, stone's throw. Um, I booked the room in the nine five four and was right by the stadium. I was confused. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Now all those pictures, uh, those images of South Beach that you see on Monday Night Football, uh, that's very far from the stadium. Yep. You guys got to get a quarterback uh, before you can speak about being the best team in the state. We have a quarterback. I just we don't know if he remembers Whoa. that he's the quarterback after the season last year. There you so, go. as uh, as Dan and I have become accustomed to, we're just in a purgatory as yep. Miami Dolphins fans, probably looking at a nine and nine and eight year. Yep. Again, you guys want Lamar? No, thank you. No, nope. you don't want Lamar. No, I'm good. I think he. I, I think he said he doesn't want his entire contract guaranteed, but he wants a higher guarantee than what Deshaun Watson got at two hundred and fifty million. So I don't think the Dolphins can afford that. Um, so Broke boys. Broke I don't boys. think that's how the salary cap works, but uh, <laughs> you know, whatever you have to say, uh, you know. Listen. Still, it's not gonna let the salary cap get get, get in front of these yeah. no, shots. Right? No shot. You guys don't um, have enough money to pay electric tax. Kind of broke stuff y'all got going on in days, man. <laughs> All right, back to pro day. What we got, Nick? Um, I, I thought I thought pro day was was cool. It, it was good to see. So, like Amari Bernie needed pro day. He only had the East West Shrine Bowl um, and didn't get accommodated, but he needed that. Richard Garage wasn't able to work out. I don't know if these are guys that would have brought that much NFL talent, but you get Anthony Richardson, who's only going to throw, but 
it's it's the Anthony Richardson show. That's what mm-hmm. people came to see, and because of that, um, you had other guys able to work out in front of a bunch of teams. I think Amari Bernie really helped himself. Uh, I think Richard Garage looked good in his um, in his positional drills, and um, I I don't know if the safeties and Brenton Cox really helped themselves. I mean, Brenton Cox ran a. I think we had an unofficial four eight eight. And listen, if there's thirty two NFL teams there, you might have thirty two different times, um, you know, on stopwatches. But four eight eight is the same time that that G ran at the combine, and they don't play the same position, mm-hmm. uh, so that's not great for for an edge guy. Um, and then Anthony, I, I don't think that he, I don't think he really hurt or 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 helped his stock with his throwing. Um, I thought you saw some accuracy issues, but you know, just a little bit overthrowing guys. Um, and then the, the throw that hit the roof, that was like – so the roof is 60 feet up, and he, that ball was like 30, 35 yards down the field. Like he threw that ball to Jesus. Um, that, that's an impressive, impressive arm, arm strength to get the ball out there. But um, from our standpoint, it was a great uh, – shout-out to Rick Hurtado and, and yep. Matthew Hutchinson setting it up. We had – way more access and way more a ability to view what was actually happening. Cause I've done this 10 times now. And a lot of times we're just staring at the back of scouts backs and, mm-hmm. and we can't really see anything. So um, it was really run smoothly. And I think uh, uh, two guys in particular, Richard garage and, uh, and Amari Bernie took advantage of the opportunity that, uh, that they had with everyone being there wanting to see Anthony. Yeah. Amari Bernie, a, a four, he five, four, three, he hit four, four. I was told, man. Yeah, I think they gave him the official time of four five three, uh, which would have been seventh amongst linebackers that participated. Well, they had him. He he worked out with he did position drills with the defensive backs. So, um, and that means that means he was asked, or he just decided to do it. I'm going to guess that he was asked um, to do that with with the with the other safeties and and the, and the defensive back. Um, so. It's a position he played in high school and he came to Florida playing um, mm-hmm. before they played him literally everywhere, all mm-hmm. over the defense, and he finally settled in a linebacker. Um, Everybody his, played everywhere on their last team. And with Dan Butler <laughs> and them guys. I, I don't think Amari Bernie has or will ever have that NFL linebacker size. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he has the speed and the agility to play safety. Um, now that's going to be a, a, a whole different thing for him. Now it's the game is faster. Everyone's better. Everyone's an All-American you're playing against, mm-hmm. and you're relearning that position. So, Amari um, Burns is a guy, though, I think that can make an NFL roster on special teams right. while he learns to play uh, safety at that next level. Um, you can put him on all four special teams. And as much as I love Ventral Miller, Ventral Miller is not a guy that's going to play on special teams I don't right. think, at, at the next level. And and that's how you make roster because you fill three, four roster spots by being able to play special teams and contribute there. I think Amari Bernie's size, he can't be that much smaller than like maybe uh, Alex An- 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 Anzalone coming out of uh, college, right? Anzalone uh, was at least listed like 6'2 or 6'3, 230, 240. So Bernie, I think, is listed 6'2, 225. Mm-hmm, um, right. It doesn't look like that, though. You know, I, and, and that, I mean, I could be wrong, but it doesn't look. He doesn't look like that. He doesn't look 230 almost. He, he looks to me like a guy that if you told me he weighed 205, 210, I'd be like, okay. But he's always looked like coming out of high school. We'll move on from Bernie in a second mm-hmm. here. But coming out of high school, I always thought that he could put on way more size considering yeah. his frame. He got mm-hmm. very long arms mm-hmm. uh, considering his body. So I always thought he could bulk up and get bigger. 
I've never seen him really fill out to look like a linebacker. And he was always, to me, a little oversized to be a defensive back. So mm-hmm. um, it's going to be interesting to see how they develop him in the NFL because I do think his ceiling is high. I think he may find his groove in the NFL. with That, that's like, that type of speed he got yeah. uh, and at that mm-hmm. size, if he figure it out, um, these pros figure it out, he can make a, a lot of money for a long time in the NFL. Shout out to us. Shout out to me and you, Silk. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty spot on with the 40 prediction. Dan egregiously said, uh, you know, you would need a, a sundial to watch him. <laughs> To watch Amari Burgess 40. I'd have to I'd have to review the tape on that one, but that <laughs> no, sounds like something that I would say, but I don't think I said that about him. Um let's let's just run through a brief uh numbers, and this is gonna kind of be all over the map here just because of the way that they did um their bench press and their vert jump and everything else. So, so bear with me here. Uh, Amari Bernie, 22 reps on the bench press, Brenton Cox 29. Amari Birdie with a 33-inch vertical. Uh, Richard Garage with a 22-and-a-half-inch vertical. Um, Diedrich Vanover, who was on the track team, played at Morehouse College, was also somebody that was there. I think he ran a 4 4 40 um, You know, a guy that, that might go undrafted, might get the opportunity, or that will go undrafted, but might get the opportunity to make a roster. Uh, he participated uh, let's see. I know you had Jordan Pouncey out there, Richard Garage, Osiris Torrenson, 813, three cone shuttle, Gervon Dexter, 7.55. Um, then that's that's kind of it for the numbers. So uh, high level, but but good day, you know, opportunity for everybody. Uh, I know Trey Dean ran um, the 40, uh, did improve to a 469, but still. Uh, not at the higher end of, of where safeties are from a, a speed perspective. And then Oshad, so, uh, pardon me, Rashad Torrance ran a, a 4.75, which is a little bit slower uh, than he did at the combine. So, yeah, um, I, I don't know. I don't know that Rashad Torrance made a good decision um, for himself. Tra- everyone I've talked to, um, Trading's going to get drafted and yeah. he's going to play, probably play out his first contract, at least in the NFL. NFL teams love trading. I think Rashad Torrance had three decisions. I think he could have stayed at Florida, could have transferred, or he could have declared. I think he made the worst of those three decisions. Um, he's a guy that has not tested well, tackling mm-hmm. machine, um, right? But but has also been exposed and would have to answer some questions. So um, I wish him I wish him the best, but I think he he should have stayed in college, whether that was at Florida or or somewhere else uh, in twenty three. Yeah, I've been I've been watching his draft stock moved down in a lot of these mock drafts over the last couple of weeks. So uh, again, we'll see. It only takes one team to really like you, but um, it certainly you hope for better at your pro day, but yeah, what's saving uh, Trey Dean is just like his size. Like his size is impressive. Like it's a lot to work with Rashard Lawrence. I'm sorry. Rashard Torrance is is on the smaller side of a safety. uh, And then the lack of speed is, is, is not desirable for the NFL. So the combination of lack of, he could, you know, de- defy all odds, and we could be wrong, but um, the testing isn't good for him draft-wise. Uh, we'll see how it all moves forward on, on draft day and then him being, being picked up as a free agent if that's the case. But mm-hmm. um, I'm with Nick. I thought that was the worst of the three decisions. He should have transferred or came back. Um, with that being said, in the NFL draft – uh, Osiris Torrance did get his brick outside of the stadium. Uh, that was a really cool ceremony. Speaking of Rick, I saw him in the background of that. Uh, but uh, Osiris Torrance, uh, first brick since Kyle Pitts. 
Um, just an unbelievable career, both at Louisiana and then at Florida. Uh, just probably amongst the best one-year players ever for the Florida Gators uh, in history. So, uh, again, congratulations to him. He's likely going to be the first guard taken, probably one of the best, if not the best, offensive linemen in this draft guards seemingly go a little bit lower unless you're just an all-world type of player. Uh, it just doesn't happen all that often. Although I did see somebody uh, say that he thinks that uh, he could also potentially play right tackle. So that would be interesting to see uh, if a team sees him uh, at that position. But certainly congratulations are in order for Osiris Torrance. Definitely has the wingspan to play uh, right yeah. tackle. I mean, I think he exceeded all of our expectations, right? I mean, we've talked about him all season, but I mean, I think when you think of Osiris Torrance, we thought highly of him was was ranked high by PFF, but you know, playing at Louisiana and then coming to Florida, playing the talent that Florida has to play, especially on the defensive line. Man, he held his own against Jalen Carter, Georgia, yeah. bro. That's when mm -hmm. I was a believer. I was like, this kid's a gangster, bro. Shout out to yeah. <laughs> Don't get yeah. him at a sack or a penalty all season. So yeah. he. Um, no, did not. Didn't even have a penalty this year either. Um, we asked Billy about that, and Billy was like, "Ah, I think the way that they, the way that they watch film, might be different than the way that other teams watch film." And Billy was like, "Ah, we definitely gave him a pressure, or, or he thought that they had given like accredited a pressure to Cybo uh, inside in in their building, like when they review the film." Mm. We were like, "Billy, please." Not on brick day. We're on brick day? Yeah. Like, listen, this yeah. is one that does not go with the narrative. Two, this is a day of celebration. Yeah. Come Except on. your flowers, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need them, man. You need all these flowers around here. This is his parade day. Keep your rain cloud away. So congratulations to him. Uh, we'll also at spring practice, we had our first spring scrimmage. A uh, lot happening. Nick, give us the uh, the update from, from the last week. Yeah, I think um, it, it was it was a little bit hard to get information. I think some people um, uh, were a little surprised. A lot of people thought inside the building thought that this would be the first scrimmage is where uh, Graham Mertz would kind of separate himself and 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 would essentially win the starting job. Um, I don't think that happened. Um, so me, so you're still in quarterback battle, and and Florida, I think needs to be in. The transfer portal as well, um, getting the best available quarterback that they can. They only have three, three Scottish quarterbacks on the roster right now, so I think they need to get um, another one. Um, and then I think from I th gotcha. <laughs> you, you, I'll, put, I'll give you pass along your number. Yeah, I'm just I'm a transfer portal recruiter uh, uh, extraordinaire, man. So I got my eye out, been looking around a lot of battles around the country, and I expect us to go get somebody. But it's Graham Merce. Uh, 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 Jack Miller debacle, bro. It's not sounding like the vibes, Nick. Yeah, I can't the keep lying. The law firm's not the vibe. I can't keep lying, lying about my fall. This man, if, if 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 we don't bring another quarterback in, I'm gonna have to humble my my approach. Mister Beener Mertz. Yep, Silk Silk right next. I can see him being Bird's right hand man. Yeah, Bird mm. Cheryl, the transfer transfer portal extraordinaire. Yeah, Bird. I, you can take Vernell's office, right? It's probably not too far from yeah. Bird's office. And I got Bird on notifications. Hey, like, whenever Bird follows or tweaks or whatever he does, I get a notification and say, Silk, stop what you're doing. We might have a quarterback. Shout out to Bird. Mm. We could be the uh Bird's the word. Title would title would be transfer portal silk road. 
I like Silk yep. Road. Has, Silk Road. No, I like it, Nick. It has a little, you know, unfortunate connotation to it uh, with everything that happened a few years ago. But uh, I, I like it. You know, who's to say that Silk can't be the uh, guy that uh, rectifies the name? Jalen Mil Milro. I don't think Bama really like him like that, man. Yeah, I know he mm -hmm. got upset about a tweet that he wasn't tagged in and a ball that he threw. Got so many uh, so. tags around here. Bro, what was that best what was that Best Buy dog meme? Where the sure. red, red polo, the dog was in like the polo. Oh, shout out to that dog, Sweet, man. Yeah. That's that's when it's business. It's all business when, when you see the uh, Pomeranian dog and the, and the gator polo. It it's all business, bro. It's been around for a while, Nick. That's been around longer than your Nick Delatore enjoyed watching your team lose. <laughs> oh man, Dan's Dan's all all over that for baseball. Um, you know. Back, back. Go ahead. And go back to our scrimmage, please, Dan. Yeah, more quarterback. What are you saying about the quarterback? You expect us to get in the portal? We need to. What are you saying? Yeah, I think you need to get in the portal. Um, you know, Max Browns looked okay, but I think he's still. You know, when when we watch and the teams break off and go to you know eleven on eleven stuff, Max Browns not with Jack Miller and 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 um, Graham Mertz, so. That okay. shows you that he's clearly third. Um, I saw my guy Andy Jean over with the third team a little bit, which does not fit my narrative or the hype or the agenda I've been pushing. Um, but I still think he's great. Um, someone who I think can earn a scholarship probably is Khalil Jackson. The, he's Ooh. having an incredible spring. Um, obviously a legacy. Someone who uh, had a little snafu on social media last year. So he almost canceled game, right? Yeah. Just, yeah, just a little. The message board was ready to get him out of here. He was canceled. He, yeah, he was he fully was. canceled. This yeah. is, he's on a yeah, redemption tour this spring. No, I got it. I, I like this excuse, though, man. Well, not his excuse. His story kind of lined up. He's got to be smarter, but they almost got him out of here. Shout out to Khalil. Hey, you got to keep your Twitter circles, uh, your Snapchat circles, Instagram circles smaller is what, right. is what we learned. Um and, and then, really, I wanted to highlight the offensive line. Um, I think Austin Barber has looked great at left tackle. Um, Kingsley Egukon is is getting pushed a little bit at center. I think he'll stay there and he'll be the starter. Um, but then also, you've got to figure out how to fill in for Micah Mazuka right now. So Christian Williams has been one of those guys. Jake Slaughter has been one of those guys. Um, and, and Najee Harris, who I thought was going to play center when he came, and Roger Kearney would play guard. They've kind of flip-flopped and Kearney's working as the second team center uh, for most of the practices that we see and, and was in the scrimmage as well. Um, and Najee Harris with, uh, with an opportunity to play early, potentially, depending on Mike Mazuka's timeline of coming back um, again with Mazuka, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I think he'll stay at Florida. Um, that remains to be seen portal opens in 12 days, but I think he'll stay um, as he, you know, is rehabbing from, uh, from shoulder surgery. Mm. Um, so Florida likely in the market for quarterback, likely in the market for mm -hmm. offensive line. Uh, but it does seem like at running back, Florida's in a really solid yeah. position. Uh, you have uh, ETN and Montreal Johnson obviously coming back. Cam Carroll looking looking solid. Um, you know, the third string running back uh, comes over from Tulane. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of expectations and not a, not a name that a lot of people knew that was in the transfer portal comes over uh, and seemingly in the, the first, you know, eight or nine practices or so is doing a, doing a great job. Well, yeah, we, uh, we had talked about it. Like what, what the, what the hell are you selling a running back specifically a transfer portal running back at Florida? And I think I said it probably five times on the show. Florida right. needs another running back, but they probably need to just get one, uh, you know, get a, get one, a, a lesser, 
starred running back, you know, from high school. Um, Cam Carroll's legit. Um, for sure. Uh, he, you saw the clip. He ran over, through, um, sent, sent Miguel Mitchell into the shadow. Hey, 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 no propaganda, Nick. <laughs> Listen, there's, there's, propaganda, baby. We're, we're commenting on a clip. Uh, Miguel Mitchell's been non contact <laughs> since. Let's pull, since pull the up the clip. Miguel Mitchell has been non contact at practice, not doing anything but holding his helmet since, uh, since this clip that we're about to play right now. Oh, this is this is Miguel mm. Mitchell. Oh, you found the. Yeah, oh, he, no. He got he got hemmed. Yeah. Here's my spin on that. When the last time you seen a safety in the box like that, make it trying to make a tackle at the line of scrimmage? Mm-hmm. To answer that, yeah. Gator fans. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. figure out the tackle. He's gonna wrap up a little better. I'm gonna talk to Miguel about that. We got to wrap up and, mm-hmm. and you know at the hips, man. You can't go for that shoulder, Cam. Cam Carroll is a professional at this running people over shit. I can tell. <laughs> please, please stop it, Dan. We've seen this is not, This is not his first rodeo, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna keep watching. I'm looking to see. Uh, it looks like Kamari Wilson is is almost b- broke off his block, but I can't totally tell. Uh, but but I mean, just great clip. You know, great you clip overall. The right I know, there, Miguel. Miguel, I know, you can't but, go high. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears> hmm. <throat> All right, bro. He's been so he's been non-contact, wearing some black Ray Bans out of practice, just holding his helmet, wearing sneakers, um, look, looking cool out there. But they definitely not save him for since the, the hit. They got to save that killer for the fall, uh, Nick. Yeah. That one, you know, he's like, uh, I don't think he knew where he was after that. They know what he can do. They know what he knew where he was after that attempt yeah. tackle. That's that's what it is. Yeah, he's getting the don. He's getting he's getting the uh, the easily treatment. Uh, easily yeah. last spring. Like, you know what? Yeah. Just hang out. We know what you do. I want you to hurt nobody, Miguel. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Cam's shoulder was a little hurt after that. So, <laughs> yeah, Miguel, yeah. you're playing a little too rough with the guys. We're going to sit you out the rest of the way. Um, Cam Carroll bet on himself, had confidence to come. He will get carries this year. And I don't know how many, but like Cam Carroll is a legitimate running back. Um, he's going to get some carries. He will force his way into that rotation. Um with with Montreal and, and, and Trevor Etienne. And then at, at tight end, I, I think Arlis Boardingham is making strides, making really big strides. Um, obviously didn't play last year, had the shoulder injury, um, was definitely behind Zip and, and Lang, or uh, Xander, excuse me. Um, but both of them are injured right now. Uh, shoulder injury and a knee injury. Uh, Keon already had surgery um, on his knee. Um, so Arliss is getting a ton of a ton of opportunity, and I think Arliss and Hayden would be the two. Um, if 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 Xander's in, in and well, Zip is out for the year, but if Xander's isn't isn't in, um, I think Arliss Boardingham will will be a guy that that can that can play. He gives you a little something different too. He's probably the most athletic, the most um, maybe age back of, of the tight ends. Mm-hmm. Um, Big, very, very big dude. So is Hayden. Um, and then I think Tony Livingston's coming on, but mm-hmm. I, I think he's kind of a guy that you haven't played football in over a year. So I think he's got kind of a guy that's going to take some more time to develop. Um, but yeah, and he was a guy that was playing a lot of different positions. I know that he's playing offensive yeah. line, playing a little yeah. tight end, was playing basketball. So I like yeah. him at tight it, end. Um, those, those basketball bodies at tight end uh, use the works yeah. out well, but he, he has to learn and develop a little bit at the position. Uh, all that's boarding him is. Uh, it's very intriguing from a size perspective. Uh, he has great feet for a guy that big when you watch him in yeah. clips. Uh, do want him to clean up the routes a little bit, but um, the ceiling there is, is very high. I think he has a um, a lot of 
a lot of opportunity is going to be his way, but he has he has a very uh, uh, array of, of skills that they could use at that position, especially for quarterbacks that uh, need that outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the tight end position, if you watch uh, Graham Mertz and you look at his numbers, uh, he threw to the tight end, I think, like 75% of the time or something crazy like that. So uh, whoever is playing out tight end spots, Graham Mertz is the guy. They got to be ready to catch some balls, Pauls. Uh, let's see. We got a couple questions from Paul, the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just kind of keep it moving, you know. Um, <laughs> hearing rumors that Frazier's going to transfer to Ole Miss after the spring. Don't know if we want to opine on that, but someone's hearing rumors. Nature Gator's hearing rumors. Um, I want to see young receivers, um, so I'm not upset at any of that. I think we have Jake, Jake Quavo, Frazier's, and I think Xavier and Henderson are the same receiver. Uh, well, big possession, guys. Safety now, right? No, that's Weston. They moved. Oh, Weston. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Right. Jamarcus. Oh, I do the same. Yeah, yeah. I do the same thing with those two. They're they're they're, they were the same receiver, and now they're they're the same safety safety receiver. Yeah, (laughs) safety receiver is disrespectful. Um, I, yeah, I know Jacoby Van Frazier was in the transfer portal before going into the spring. I would not be surprised. Um, it just seems like other names are are popping up. Um, receiver man, just opportunity there, man. I don't want guys that can separate. Um, mm-hmm. we've seen those guys, they're big possession receivers, but we need guys to be able to to elevate Graham Mertz's play. Last year, we had Anthony trying to elevate the receiver's play. This year, we need the opposite. We need young boys to get open and separate and make some of these throws easier when they mm-hmm. wide ass open, man. So, uh, Nick, yeah. and you come up. Oh, go ahead. Well, if if there's going to have to be transfers out because Florida is very close. I think they're at 83 or 84. They're very close to 85, and you need need to get a safety, someone who's ready to start. Mm-hmm. Um, you need another edge rusher. You mm-hmm. need another outside receiver. You need another cornerback, quarter, quarterback, and I think you need another quarterback. Um, you mentioned offensive line as well. You need a quarterback. You need you probably I, that's the last time I meant to say offensive lineman. I think I, and, and I think you have guys there, but just seeing how guys get injured in that position, you would need some more depth if you can get an older, an older offensive lineman. Now I do like Damian George. Uh, I think Damian George kicked in for the first time, kicked into guard um, last week, last Saturday, um, which is interesting because I think Keontae Goodwin handles right tackle. I think that's going to be your starting right tackle, Austin Barber on the other side. By the way, did you um, see Goodwin standing next to Pete Carroll? Man, I yeah, that's a he, big bro. boy. He's, he's a large human being. Yeah, him and him and Kent Waits together are five They're human very beings. Large. They, so they, I would like to see him beside what's the what's I'm forgetting my guy named the huge line we had uh, that came from JUCO. Sure. Trent Brown. Trent Brown. I would like to see oh, them yeah. side by side, but Goodwin is huge, bro. Yeah. Um, they got to figure out how's he doing in camp. You, you got him penciled in as a starter, Nick? I got him penciled in as a starter. He's kind of um he he it's really been him and Damian George. They they've been pushing those two. And then to me, to see George kick inside a little bit late in the spring, it's like, okay, let's get you five practices at guard. Um, right. and just to get you through the playbook there. Like, you know mm-hmm. what they're doing, but you're not doing it because you've been working right tackle. So right. kicked him into right guard, let him get some reps there. I think that, I mean, listen, they clearly have a type. And if you have those two next to each other, that's like almost 700 pounds um, of a human being on the right side of your offensive line. That's run right, baby. <laughs> run run behind them. Um, but I think Keontae's good. The, the issue with Keontae is going to be he's still a really young player. Mm-hmm. 
he's his weight's under control right now because you're as soon as he got here they they were immediately thrown into you know identity identity phase and all this stuff that little discretionary period where the coaches aren't doing anything um gotta keep your weight down you gotta be in the weight room still eating right so i think the problem he had at kentucky was his weight a big issue a big reason why he came to florida was the nutrition program and the weightlifting program that they have here so um need to see him keep that off um keep that off and uh you know maybe maybe don't room him with des watson um speaking of man i just put that in the chat but speaking of did you all see the video of him looking like a nimble bear out there man he listen he he moves really well for 450 pounds i think he moves really well for 400 he moves really well for 380 i would love to see him at this point i mean last year bro yeah, and, and listen, I don't know what's going on mentally. Maybe there's a, an issue that is per, preventing him from losing weight, but he moves really, really well. And I think I think some people on staff are frustrated with him because the weight the weight just yo-yos. It, it goes in the right direction. You think, okay, he's got it. It's clicked. He's, he's going to do this. We can do it. He He's showing himself that he can. And then, you know, um, he said that Gator Collective meeting – um, in the summer, uh, I'm weight 380, and then he shows up at at camp, and that that's certainly not 380. Let me pull up that clip. Yeah, he looked like <laughs> a nimble bear going through that drill. Uh, I'm just glad this nimble year we bear. got uh, more yes death, so we won't rely on Des Desmond Watson as much as we did last year. I think he's going to be better in spurts instead of us having to rely on him to be a regular down defensive tackle. The only only thing hard about that is getting them off the field when teams go hurry up and yeah. And uh that's it. You got the clip. Well, there? I mean, the depth yeah. the depth forced um oh sorry, you got your clip there. Here you go. Yeah, let me just pop, pop. That's just a big dude. Look at that, man. That's beautiful work there, man. That's that's this is that's more beautiful work than when he picked up the fumble. Mm. He did the fumble. I, I went back and looked at it. It felt like he was running forever. And then you go back and look at it, and he took like three steps. <laughs> but it felt like, like in the moment, it felt like, oh my gosh, he's going to take this to the house. And then it was literally just like three steps. Oh, oh, oh. Look at that, man. Almost lost his balance there. But I mean, that's, I mean, he's, I, I know people want to say he's not 400 plus pounds. They say that Florida's lying. That he's three eighty five. That he's probably leaning down. That's it. That's an easy four. That's an easy four bills right there. I mean, look at him compared to all the other defensive <laughs> right. tackles that are next to him. Right? <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not gonna tell me it's loading what they're saying. Like you got to be able to <laughs> prove it to me because that guy is huge. Uh, it looks amazing that his feet can move that fast at that size. Uh, what a freaking nature, man! Shout out to Desmond Watson. If he gets in yeah. shape, bro, he can make a lot of money in the NFL. It ain't all about money, Nick. Like Nick said, it may be other stuff that's keeping him uh, from getting into the type of shape he wants to get in. Uh, hopefully, he, he, that snaps and he figures that out. But um, I appreciated that over the weekend as I was blocked on Twitter. I got to see my man just nimbly go over some pads, man. Who Beautiful blocked work. you? What you what you get blocked for, Silk? Who blocked you? Oh, man, I was giving Miami a you hard time. Shout out to the Gators for being the only basketball team, only basketball program in the state to have a national title back-to-back, mm. man. You know, we got to give ourselves some flowers sometime. Hey, Golden, if you're listening, you got to get back to magical times, man. Mm. But I uh, told Miami a lot of that, man. Somebody came in my mentions was talking about uh, their five rings in football, and I told them, well, thank God they're not bringing back the Big East. 
you know, <laughs> and you guys will never see greatness again because the only, time, the only time you guys were ever great when you had the worst conference in probably mm-hmm. football history, uh, which is the Big East. Yeah, they, I mean, uh, zero ACC titles for, for Miami in any sport, um, outright titles. Um, South Carolina has more, hasn't been in the ACC for over 50 years. So it's always great. Um, <laughs> I, 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 Will Muschamp, I got to know him pretty well. Um, obviously didn't work out of Florida, but still one of the best quotes of all time when they beat Tennessee. And, you know, when he said, it's great to see how these people out here getting disappointed. I love it. Uh, it was great, you know, being at the bar Saturday night uh, around yeah, a man. bunch of Miami fans and just the look of dejection that was on their face. I mean, there's just the things that just make you happy. And that, that was one of them. Yeah, they were a little too happy, bro. They made it to the final four. We're a basketball program. No, you're not. No, 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 need, no, 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 no. need jury, fam. You don't yeah. have no jury. You're not a basketball program. There's no banners hanging in that facility unless you're Florida State and hanging uh, COVID banners. But other than that, there's only one basketball program in the state of Florida as of now, and that's the University of Florida. You're... Uh, Nick, any <laughs> final uh, thoughts on uh, spring practice, uh, the scrimmage, anything else that you want to <laughs> mention from what you've um, seen with your eyeballs? Yeah, I... Um... I, I, not, I'm, I'm not happy with the quarterback, um, me personally, but I don't think that's new to anyone. Um, got you, bro. And um, I think Cam Jackson, 99, remember the number. I think he's going to be a dude. Um, I talked to some people in Memphis that said you kind of have to get – you kind of have to tell him to go uh, when you really like to tell him whoa instead of go. Um, there hasn't been any issue with that. In Florida, last year um, – Gravon played the mo- third most snaps of any defensive player, a defensive tackle. Um, Des Watson was starting to get up there. Uh, Florida's depth now at that position is, is going to prevent that from happening. You know, you're not going to have your defensive tackle. Cameron Jackson's not going to play 600 snaps like Gravon did last year. So, oh, I think Chris McClellan should- with the with the smoke now. Like yeah. Chris, Chris, Chris was will have a heck of a freshman year. I'm looking mm-hmm. to, I think his ceiling is higher than no, no slight to Cam Jackson. He's going to be a great player. But um, you look at his young careers. Chris McClellan uh, came in from Oklahoma, had a great freshman year. Uh, I'm ha- I got a lot of high expectations for him this fall. Uh, enjoying the, the, the transfers that come in, uh, and, they, and he probably starts. But I don't think we're going to have any drop-off with my man Chris yeah. when he slides in the game. No, no. I think I think you have a lot of depth there and a lot of talent. I like, I like that interior defensive line position. Way more. So before spring, I said my questions. Interior defensive line, linebacker, safety. Safety, I've got my answer. You need to go to the portal. Linebacker, I think they're putting a little bit they're, – they're, they've got Trahaja Mitchell in, in a non-contact jersey, and I think that's just – They don't want him to hurt nobody. He's not hurt. He, he's not hurt. <laughs> they, they don't want him to get hurt. He had a bunch of injuries last year and a bunch of injuries the year before. I think they're just getting him to fall. Um, but that's giving – Shamar James and an opportunity to make the calls and make and make the checks now. Um, so I think that's good for Shamar at linebacker. So I still have question marks about linebacker, defensive tackle, and uh, nose tackle. Questions answered. I feel great about that position heading into next season. Yeah, down the middle makes the defense. So you can fix safety, linebacker, and defensive tackle, which was our biggest issues. Then you can figure out defense. So I like our I improvements. Do want to see a safety brought in, like Miguel Mitchell, like Kamari Wilson, but we need a, a guy that if they go down, you need attrition. You're gonna fight the war of attrition in football every year. You got to have depth. The programs like Georgia, Alabama, and the, the top guys they have depth when the top guys go down. So uh, we huh. need depth at safety. 
Watching Georgia, like when they when they made uh, they would make like hockey line changes on defense, and it was just like, right. okay, you five stars, get out. We got more five stars coming in who are fresh, and you're just watching. We're like, when does this stop? Uh, looking at Billy Napier, I know spoke at the Lakeland Gator Club or the Polk County uh, Gator Club. Uh, he did mention. I talked about Billy Gonzalez. Uh, he did mention that Mike Peterson, uh, we talked about it on this show as well, uh, but will also be coaching uh, the defensive ends as well as outside linebackers uh, this season or helping with outside linebackers. I know Austin Armstrong is going to be involved uh, in that as well. And I know that there was a bit of a quote that got him into a little bit of trouble uh, with NIL. Uh, I know that he wasn't necessarily speaking it uh, super highly. Uh, I think he called it a pain in the ass, which I think that uh, for any coaching staff is, is probably uh, probably true. But uh, uh, spoke there and on his continued uh, Gator tour or Gator uh, club tour uh, this uh, this offseason. Uh, let's give a quick shout out to the Gatorverse and we will get into a recruiting update. As always, go visit Gatorverse.io, uh, a fantastic new NIL platform helping uh, right now the gymnastics program and the basketball program at the University of Florida. More things will continue to roll out. But please continue to support them. Shout out to the women's gate or to the women's gymnastics program uh, that is making it to the finals in Fort Worth. Uh, they won the Pittsburgh Regional and Super Regional this weekend. Uh, so congratulations to them. So go support them. Go support those athletes. Go support those players. They are doing so much more than just handing checks to athletes or giving you opportunity, giving you the opportunity to connect with them uh, as well as connect with businesses that are in the area uh, of Gainesville to make it all worth your while. So we're going to try to do an event with them this off season. Haven't even talked to them about it. So if you're listening, we want to do something with you this off season, but we'll, uh, we'll share some details there, but again, go to Gatorverse.io and uh, go support your Florida Gator athletes through their new NIL platform. A lot of recruiting updates, a ton of recruiting updates uh, here. Let me just pull this uh, screen up. So uh, a lot of new crystal balls. This will be a good conversation for us. Uh, but from on three, let's talk about that. Uh, Xavier Filsame, who is a safety from Texas, I think is how you pronounce his name. Uh, really trending highly to the Gators right now. Highly ranked four star. I think he's a five star on 247 right now. Yeah. Uh, that looks to be more of a matter of time uh, and when, not if that's going to happen. Um, Jake, I think, he's a, got, I think he's, I think he'll be back for the spring game. Don't hold okay. me to that. We haven't gotten the list for that yet, but uh, I think he'll be back for the spring game for sure. Big, big uh, time, big time safety. That will be a huge get um, out of Texas, originally from Florida. So he's yeah. making his way back, uh, be closer to home, to family, and all of that. Mm. Uh, just, just a, a huge get. We'll see if it happens, but uh, I like that we're in the neighborhood of getting guys like that. I, I don't remember the last time. Uh, this is the best safety since who? Matt Elam. Uh, mm. I guess Kamari Wilson. Kamari Wilson really highly rated. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but in terms of in terms of his body, in terms of his uh, where he's at, Kamari's now. up there. Uh, Kamari. Depending on which service, he lost his five-star, was a five-star when we got him. So uh, very similar, but you got to like stock. We were just talking about Georgia. When they, when, they, when a five-star steps off the field, another one's coming on the field. Uh, so if you got Kamari Wilson, then you're bringing in – and I like the class last year regardless of the stock, mm -hmm. uh, the, the recruit uh, recruiting stars, Castell and those guys. Mm -hmm. We brought in some very uh, – Thornton, 
we brought in some very capable safeties that, that I'm high on, but uh, bringing in a guy like Phil Sami will, will definitely just um, solidify that room a lot more, man. We'll see where we at with it, but he's definitely going to be a bona fide five-star. Really? The quality of that class, too, for 2024 so far is very elite, man. Top-notch shit. Yeah, ranked number fourth on, on three right now. And, and a real quick sidebar, um, I don't know if these are numbers that the guys wanted, um, but they're trying, my guys. <laughs> Jordan Castell, I think he wore 14, but – 14 for Jordan Castell and 18 for Bryce Thornton. Looks kind of crazy back there. Don't, don't like go, the number I, 14 at safety. When, they got to go earn over, it, man. When I go over and I watch the safeties working, I'm like, ah, man, looks like you got two quarterbacks. <laughs> but number-wise, playing back got, there, don't like it. Could have got 35. You got to give them a 43 like they gave a mm. mod. You know? That's what I'm saying. A mod kind of like you – know? Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that Urban was giving guys, bro. Amad turned out to be a legend when they gave him 43 or something agrees. He's like, I got to get better. <laughs> I can't even send a picture to the family with this 43 on. They got to take him <laughs> on pullback. Listen, if you're, if you're taking pictures, practice, shoulder pads up. We don't don't need the number in the picture at all. 43. Yeah, man. That's, that's, maybe 18 is a message. Hey, man, here's 18. What the hell is this? Go from? earn a single digit. Yeah, that's all it is, baby. Go so 14 and 18 are looking wild in the secondary. For now. Yeah. There'll be some numbers For that now. open up soon. For now. Um, so. i tell you what, uh, man. I wouldn't mind. No, no, I'm not going to. I'll save that take. Go you ahead. can you just say it. This is uh, take central. No better time than 10.50 a.m. on April 3rd. Water's on the pot. The take is, is heating up. Is it yeah. ready to be served yet? I'm going to save it. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Water hasn't right. started boiling yet on the take. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, all this is on uh, on record, so I don't like to just say wild things, man. So I'm not gonna say. <laughs> yeah, who knows? You might clip it for a short. Um, oh, let's no. see. Gator, Gators are also uh, trending for Jake uh, Garnera, his uh, interior offensive lineman out of Ponte Vedra. Uh, he leads on the uh, RPM, uh, the, the recruiting prediction machine for on three, uh, has visited. I think he was on campus maybe twice this past week. Definitely at least once, uh, Florida's leading for him. I think that that's a matter of when, not if, uh, the Gators are also going back and forth with Miami on Kensley, uh, Faustin, who is a safety from Naples. I know that the Gators are also going after Jarvis Boatwright for that position. And right now the Gators also lead for four-star running back Kanan Daniels, uh, he's uh, between Mississippi and Florida right now. Uh, Blake Alderman on uh, on our 247 submitted three crystal balls. One was for uh, Xavier Filsimi. Uh The other was for four-star uh, athlete Mario Craver, who's 5'9", I think about 155 pounds, uh, but an athlete, uh, probably a slot guy, uh, maybe a guy that returns some kicks and punts. Uh, but Florida is uh, got a crystal ball from him. And then finally, we talked a little bit about this, and then we'll go through the whole list of visitors. Uh, but Austin Simmons, four-star, five-star uh, quarterback from the class of 2025, uh, is trending to Florida. Uh, but the interesting thing is he might not be in the class of 2025, and he might not be in the class mm. of 2024. Uh, there are mm. some rumors that he might be in the class of 2023. Now he is a year older, uh, so he would be 17 uh, when he enrolled, but uh, there is a chance that Austin Simmons could be joining the University of Florida this offseason. Uh, real quick on that receiver board as well. Uh, you, you mentioned um, uh, Craver. I uh, mm -hmm. do like him. Uh, Top-notch speed, you know, from a 
a hot Georgia. Like Georgia got some. I love I love Georgia prospects, bro. So just to be real with you. Like overall, I think Georgia is probably my favorite state to get recruits out of, just to keep it a bean. Uh, Florida, we just got to get better with our coaching and development and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, I, it's, it's, that wide receiver board is going to be interesting to see how because we, we're getting some high attention from some big name guys, of course, because people want to play with Derek Lagway. So I want to see uh, how it all pans out and how they take who they take this early because it's still fairly early. And I know we out to some five star caliber day one difference makers at wide receiver. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, like Austin Simmons, they call him Muck Vic, like him a lot. We'll see how that all pans out with him coming in a little early. But look at that speed. You yeah, that's – It's hard to say no to that speed, speed. brother. Yeah. That's, 5'9", that's, 152 pounds. That looks like Chris Rainey, Jeff Demp's speed right there, bro. Jeez. Get it? Look at that. Look and, at that separation. And these looking are looking some at? athletes that he's playing against too. You see that separation? there, though. I don't care if you got Graham Mertz arm. You got Anthony Richardson. Oh, arm. my gosh. You, you have, that you wide have given up. What? You've given up the propaganda. What propaganda? You no. said, I don't care if you have Graham Mertz's arm. Yeah, it goes back to like what I was saying. Like the receivers got to make Graham Mertz better. Like mm. separation is what makes them better. Like the guys like Frazier that made into the portal, they're big body receivers that you're throwing jump balls to, and they don't really separate from defensive backs. Uh, we need the guys like the Mazels, the Andy Jeans, the route technicians, the Eugene Wilsons that are explosive to separate from DBs to make these throws easier. So, so Graham Mercer ain't got to put it on a rope to get it there because he don't have a rope to put it on. This is be keeping a bean. So appreciate you keeping it a bean. Um, that's Mario Craver. We'll pull up some uh, some other uh, athletes here in a second. Do want to uh, again mention we talked about it on the last show. Uh, 2024 athlete Josiah Davis. Uh, from Nashville, Georgia, and Barry in high school. I uh, did, did announce his commitment shortly after our show uh, on last Monday. A three-star guy on, on 3 and 247, unranked by rivals. Uh, also unranked by ESPN, but um, not something that we take into a lot of consideration. 6'1", 185 pounds. Um, guy that can is probably being projected at the safety position. Uh, could be a guy that's heavily involved in special teams. Um, has the size, has some speed. You know, we had some questions uh, about talent. Uh, and I know there's some comments on YouTube and, and on Twitter last week as well. And nothing we said was demeaning of him or his potential, uh, just more just an overall look at at the, the caliber of talent that he's playing, which is obviously something that you always need to evaluate. Uh, but I do Will, see Will Greer, Will Greer up the – what? Will Will Greer played the worst high school competition I'd ever seen to that point. It doesn't matter. You you play who you play. You go to school right. where you go to school. Um, you know, you know, not 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 every kid's picking where they're going to high school based on what the football mm-hmm. team is doing. It's just right. the closest school to them. Um, so there's nothing against him. I was right. looking at some of the kids he was playing. I'm like, it looks like he's playing against JV kids. They're yeah. small. That's they're- fair. It's fair, man. Uh, locally, I remember Kyrie. Uh, Playing Kyrie Elam, playing locally here at Benjamin, the talented talent was small, so there's a lot of people locally asking about how good is he because he's playing low caliber kids. Same thing with uh, Kevin Taylor playing at Glaze Day. They played a lot of one A programs, small programs. He broke state records, yep. so people was questioning how how good is the competition because it matters. So we're, we're talking about a competitive sport, and and when you analyzing and, and, and making judgments, you got to consider 
the competition. That's just what it is. Yeah. No, we're super excited about, about him joining the, the staff. And the staff has obviously seen a lot more film and tape and talked to a lot more people than us uh, to accept that commitment. And certainly uh, he is welcome. The Gators sit right now with five commitments, uh, number four uh, overall on the on three class of 2024 rankings. Let's if they do if they do, like I want to just expound yeah. on that take. I, I'm not mad at the take. We we talked about his hundred his hundred yard dash. Uh, ideally, I know this staff uh, put speed as a high pro priority. Verified speed, as they would say, is a high priority. Uh, his his hundred meter was uh, over eleven. Um, that doesn't mean he's a bad safety. Speed isn't only measurable at, at safety. So when you look at the stats, he's very productive. He scores a lot of touchdowns. He's all over the field. He's very physical. He runs the alley. He looks like a safety. They seen him in person. They evaluated. I'm not gonna question Corey Raymond's takes. You know, I, I Corey Raymond's the goat at DB. So whoever he wants, I like it. But uh, we have a podcast, and we got to make. We got to just have content and be unbiased a little bit about. Yeah, we can't always be sunshine pumpers because we get called that a lot too. Uh, let's run through. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm tired of being called a sunshine pumper. I'm pumping sunshine. Gets under gets under my gets under my neck gets under my skin. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean you, that's I, your uh, negative neck for a reason. <laughs> I pump sunshine all day. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up with sunshine loaded, baby. Sunshine, rainbows, and roses. Oh my gosh! All right, let's go through. Let's go through some visits right now. I do want to mention there's five uh, names that are so far connected. There's obviously going to be a lot more to Friday night light or uh, to not Friday night lights. The orange and blue debut, which is next Thursday, uh, April thirteenth. Colin pulling Simmons, up. number three overall player, uh, is slated to come. He's a five star plus on on three, which means that he's ranked by five star by I think all of the services. Um, Xavier uh, Filsami uh, will be here. Uh, that could be a commit watch. Uh, Willis McGahee, the fourth from Christopher Columbus High School, uh, three star, obviously, the son of Willis McGahee, former uh, NFL running back. Uh, Alex Foster, who is a an unranked edge right now, 6'5, 250 out of Greenville, Mississippi. Uh, and Tyler Wesley out of also Greenville, Mississippi, uh, an unranked uh, edge rusher. Uh, this week, Terrence Moore, six foot four, hundred ninety pound wide receiver, out of the eight one three and Tampa Catholic, um, ranked as the number thirty three overall wide receiver, supposed to visit on April the sixth. This past weekend, the Gators hosted four star Camarion uh, Franklin uh, from Mississippi, uh, edge rusher six five two sixty. Uh, they hosted linebacker Cam Pruitt, four star. Um, out of uh, Theodore, Alabama, Jaden Jackson from IMG Academy, uh, three-star, number 52 overall defensive lineman uh, in the country, 6'2", 300 pounds. I know he said his visit uh, went very well. Uh, Penn State looks to be leading for him right now, but but Florida not too far behind. Uh, Joseph Iannota, who I know has been connected to Miami for quite some time, interior offensive lineman, three-star, uh, 6'4", 260 pounds. Always got to wonder who that next commit for Miami is going to be beyond that kicker, um, but uh, Florida's in a battle for him. Chris Jones, uh, four-star linebacker, 6'2", 215 pounds, and Jake uh, Garnera, I think Garnera. Garnera. Yeah, I think it's it got to be it. Um, 6'4", 280, uh, three-star Florida leads in the RPM for him. On Thursday, Eddie Pierre-Louis, four-star interior offensive lineman and brother of Richard Garage, uh, was on campus. 
Micah Danzi, four-star uh, athlete out of Florida State University School. I uh, was also on campus. Joining him was Chasen Clark from Stark, Florida, linebacker unranked Jacob Good from Fairburn, Georgia. Malik Keesley, Kesley uh, was on campus running back 5'11", 190 pounds. Jeremy Bell, wide receiver 6'1", 175 pounds. Uh, Jordan Seaton from St. John's in Washington, D.C., interior offensive lineman 6'5", 295, was on campus. He's trending heavily for Ohio State, but great to get him on campus. Zay Mincy, safety from Mainland High School in Daytona Beach, uh, ranked as the number yeah. 155th overall best player. Uh, Jake Garnero was on campus again on Tuesday. Um, Marcus Mascall, uh, an unranked offensive tackle. And then I think we talked about the other visitors uh, from last week. So those are all of the folks that were on campus just this week. Florida in the RPM, if you look at that, leads for Jake Garnera, Zay Mincy, uh, Eddie Pierre-Louis, um, and then in the hunt for for a lot of these other guys. So uh, that's a bit of a recruiting update, boys, but uh, a lot of names, but but give me your your thoughts. I wish we was in it more for uh, Richard's Garage's little brother. Uh, I know he came to visit. It was a pro day for Richard Garage. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. He's a very good interior offensive lineman. I know we're recruiting him, but it doesn't sound like we're high on his list. He got some good, great offers. Uh, the campus is busy. Safety room recruiting is, is – is, we have some good problems at safety with the safety board. Uh, that's why I'm not even mad at the take that we just took at safety because I know it wasn't a reach because uh, Corey Raymond got some elite options. So he didn't take that kid because we were desperate. He took him because he liked him. Um, you could tell from the recruiting. But I love the action. love the visit. April should be huge for the Florida Gators when it pertains to recruiting. Uh, we should get a couple commits at least and the visits and everything from April on the way to July. It's like commit season. Uh, it's popping up until fall. Uh, then it's, it slows down during, this, during, mm -hmm. during the camp. I'm sorry, during the season, and then it picks mm -hmm. back up for, uh, early signing day. But uh, commit season is amongst us. Let's see here. Um, there's a comment from Earl Sykes that said, I wish we wouldn't compare Florida to Bama and Georgia. If we can get back to being Florida, that's all we need. Uh, that's in theory. Leave the SEC now. Um, in, in theory, that's, uh, you know, you want Florida to be Florida. But right now what Florida is is back-to-back -back losing seasons. Um, Florida has not uh, won an SEC championship since 2008. Uh, they've not won a national title since then the 2008 season. Uh, and during that time, you've seen Alabama win multiple. You've seen Georgia win back to back. Uh, you've seen LSU win. Uh, you've seen a lot of teams kind of supplant where Florida was there in the nineties and two thousands, not saying that Florida needs to build the exact same way that, that Alabama and Georgia did, and they can put their own spin on it. Billy Napier and his staff are going to do that. Uh, but at the end of the day, those are the teams that are winning national championships, and that's what Florida Gator fans want. So, Yeah, if you want to get back to being to Florida, you need to start winning like Georgia and Alabama are winning. If you want us to compare Florida to Vanderbilt and Missouri, we, we can try to find some connections there, but I don't think that's hey, what relax, you want. Nick. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I do, I do. We gotta, you gotta acquire the talent. The reason I bring up Bama and Georgia, uh, ever because they're good because of the the talent they acquire through recruiting, uh, and we have to like just make those comparisons. And I think Billy's doing a good job as far as quality too, because 
like once you keep piling these 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 years of recruiting of quality players, that makes quality depth. That's make very very good depth. Even though you're not top five, top three in recruiting, if your average is ninety and all those high ratings for these players, and your depth chart is full of those type of guys, the quality and you close the gap. But we gotta make the comparisons because um, if you want to get to the top, bro, you gotta knock the king, the top yep. dog off the top, man. Top dog is getting elite kids at every position annually. And, and there's an investment from that side too. Like Bama is loud in every sport. Like we watched them play basketball this year. There's an there's a there's a uh, investment from their sports program that they want to be good in absolutely everything. Uh, and, and Florida was like that at one point. And you know, I think we still call ourselves an everything school, but we're not good right now in everything. So we just got to get back good at everything, bro. They also took the athletic director Florida wanted. But. You feel me? Anyway, um, let's see. Uh, Jeremy Carpenter, Florida needs to get back to playing Florida ball. We need an identity like Spurrier ball. We don't have an identity. Um, well, the identity this year is run the damn ball a lot. Run even Shirts. more than last year. Shirts available. Shirts available. Stadiumandgale.com slash shop. There it is for you. Shirts no, available. Run the damn ball. Available. Run the no, damn ball. Know who's gonna bring the identity? DJ Lagway. <laughs> DJ. Hey, Lagway. that's a that's listen. That's the identity of Billy Napier with his with his his future, his career. I think is hinged on just DJ Lagway, his career at Florida, all of that. Uh, you'll see exactly how this offense is supposed to be ran, uh, the style of it, who we're gonna be, if we're gonna be a run team, all of that. Um, when DJ Lagway get here, we just gotta. Tread water, get a winning record. None of that. We're not giving them an escape route and the exit until DJ Ladway gets here. But uh, if I'm just being honest, we got to just stay afloat, keep recruiting the way we're recruiting. When that kid gets on campus, uh, you should have the talent, as you can see, how we're recruiting mm -hmm. the last two the two cycles. He'll have the players around him to be able to make a run. Yeah, and continue to continue to hit in the transfer portal. Uh, right. Continue to recruit well. Um, <laughs> keep keep your best recruiters and, and continue to elevate your coaching staff. That ain't going to help you find identity. That's what I'm saying. Identity, yeah. like that's going to come from like your guys you're bringing in. I don't think you can really get your identity through the portal either. Uh, mm -hmm. I think we got to build that identity through the players he's bringing in, the culture, and then we'll see his style of play calling because Anthony Richardson wasn't his quarterback. And uh, a lot of Anthony Richardson's skills weren't suited – for, for his play calling. So we'll get to see what the identity of Billy Napier's offense with his quarterback, his players, mm -hmm. I think, once DJ Ladway, because the quarterbacks we got this year is Graham Mertz and Jack Miller. Those aren't his guys. Those are stopgap guys. So uh, when, when his guys is the signal caller at quarterback, we'll see what this is supposed to look like. Yeah, Florida struggled uh, recruiting quarterbacks. Um, you know, Anthony Richardson, obviously, he's going to go very highly in the NFL draft, but have, has really struggled since, what well, Will Greer. Writing in terms of getting, you know, a top-notch quarterback. You know, they they tried with Felipe Franks. Obviously, Kyle Trask had a great season, kind of underrated guy. I uh, had a lot of years under his belt. Florida's going to need somebody. Uh, it's probably not going to be Graham Mertz. Uh, well, it can't be. I mean, so it's a one-year thing. Jack Miller doesn't have a ton of time. Max Brown was a a pull from Jim McElwain in Central Michigan. Um, Florida didn't get a quarterback last year. I ain't year. questioning Mac evals, though. I tell you that. I did one time. I did. I questioned uh, Michael Wayne's evals, and I was wrong. Who is the, who is the question? Killer Kyle. 
In the killets. Inside the car trash. <laughs> in the killets. I got to find the tweets where you and I, Silk, were going back and forth when uh, we were talking about uh, Kyle Trask and who would have a better career. Yeah, that's that's, like <laughs> that's been wiped from the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see if uh, my plug at Twitter can uh, recover those. So they're, they're stored somewhere. Uh, but uh, DJ Lagway, you potentially get uh, Simmons to come in early. You know, the expectation certainly wouldn't be for him next season. Um, you have a, a, a Austin Simmons, DJ Lagway battle certainly could hopefully make each other better. Uh, but, uh, Florida's in a, a tough position right now, very tough position at quarterback and for finding an identity. So until then our identity is run the damn ball. All right. Getting towards the end of the show. Oh, one more final name, uh, Jason, uh, Zandamella. Uh, offensive lineman under armor all american from clearwater recently offered by the gators said the offer meant a lot to him uh basketball announcement the gators do grab ej travis from yale uh so he heads from yale to the harvard of the south uh, at the university of florida <laughs> Uh, forward nice. 11.3 points per game 5.5 rebounds uh 55 shooter um so he's going to join uh, a roster that needs probably four or five more of these guys. So uh, welcome to the Harvard of the South, EJ Travis. Uh, Nick, want to get into a basketball update, our baseball update with you. But before we do that, uh, go visit uh, our friends at Alumni Hall uh, online at alumnihall.com or on Archer Road. Uh, anything that you want for uh, gymnastics, for basketball, for baseball, for football, the coaches, polos, Nike, Jordan, all of that. Go check them out, Alumni Hall dot com or uh visit them on archer road nick baseball uh has a big yeah. week um loses friday wins saturday comes back huge on sunday but give us the update from the week in baseball yeah um so it's it's uh, i'm getting a little concerned about florida's starting pitching now um starting pitching was really great uh to start the year and the bullpen was 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 blowing games um and now Starting since SEC play, Florida only has, I think, two or three quality starts in 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 SEC against SEC competition. Uh, two from Hurston Waldrip. One of those was a loss. Ended up losing Alabama. Um, and then Friday night, Brandon Sprout was not your ace. Um, only lasted one in the third innings. Gave up eight runs. Um, he's got to be better. Um, I, I'm not the first person to tell him that. He doesn't. He doesn't need to hear that. But he's got to be better for Florida. They have a huge weekend matchup this weekend coming up at Tennessee. Huge for uh, SEC standings. For, you know, right now Florida um, is behind. I think so probably tied with South Carolina and and, and Vanderbilt. Um, but you've got to play these teams. So Florida held on to their number three ranking. Um, Sunday was the longest game of the year, but electric. Florida scores fourteen unanswered runs, down eight to three, end up winning seventeen to three to take the series. Um, and, uh, it, it, we're just getting started, but ha having watched LSU, Dan, that is a scary, good baseball team. Uh, unfortunately, Florida and LSU don't play this season. Very um, good. <laughs> don't, don't play this season in, in, in a regular season matchup. We'll probably have to wait to see them, uh, in the SEC tournament or, uh, in, in Omaha, maybe. I like my bats versus anybody. I'm in a one game and I'm talking good. These guys swing. I like my bats versus anybody. I got to see it happen. You know, I'm going to pump that sunshine, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> right, man. 
Um, yeah, Florida, Florida's really good. They'll get uh, four games this week. I think they get Bethune-Cookman um, at home and then off to Tennessee. Two of those games will be on uh, linear TV. You won't have to stream it. It'll be on, on your television set. Um, and there's no love lost between uh, Tony Vitello's squad and, and Florida. They got into it last year a little bit, a lot of chirping on the field. And uh, Tennessee's got a small park, and then they put the – they put the fraternities right on top of the visiting bench. So um, last time Florida was up there, I think Jordan carry on was, was yelling at the fraternity, fraternity boys, frat boys sitting on top of the dugout. So it uh, should be some fireworks this weekend in Knoxville. Very Things nice. you love to hear. So Gators play Bethune Cookman. Uh, and then the softball is yep. And the softballs against Auburn uh, this week. Uh, and a whole host of, of things happening this week. Men's tennis is is playing baseballs on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Softball is on uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday as well. Uh, let's give a, a brief rundown of the uh, women's gymnastics uh, program that is uh, heading to Fort Worth for the finals. They beat Cal, Michigan State, Arizona State uh, in the uh, the second round. Um, and let me get the, the full of the first. I think that that might be it. Uh, Florida softball has a has a rough week uh, and just struggling with with pitching, getting uh, the bat on the ball as well. Just not a, a, a top top flight team this year, but certainly rooting them on. Uh, baseball right now sits at twenty four and five. Uh, gymnastics is uh, twenty four and three. Like we said, men are going to the national uh, title meet. Lacrosse is eight and three. Softball's 26 and nine, four and five in the SEC, however. Uh, five and one in men's swimming and diving, six and one in women's swimming and diving. Men's tennis is 10 and eight, and women's tennis is 13 and four. Uh, so, with that, boys, any final thoughts? We'll do one quick ad read, and then, Silk, you got song of the week. Oh, it's nice. Let me get ready for that. Hey, I'm going to be at the spring game next week, pulling up. I'm trying to figure out something with Nick. We'll, we'll, we'll link up somewhere and do something, uh, at least see each other. Uh, of some sort, but uh, I'll have Lion with me. We'll, we'll be you know, shoot something if we can. But if you want to link up, if you if you're in the city, hit me up. You know, I'm always down to network, always down to just you know be a man of the people, show some love. Um, Stadium Miguel, same corner, same time next week in the city. Thursday night game, Nick. Here, I think you're on mute, buddy. Um, yeah, Thursday night game. I'll be here. I live here. Contractually obligated to be at the game. So it was like, yo, Nick, you going to the spring game? I'm like, yeah, I'll get fired. So yeah, yeah, I'll be there, man. I have, um, uh, Brooks, uh, sister and, um, her husband or fiance coming to town. So I will not be there. Uh, but, uh, you boys hold it down, but we will be there. In the summer, we're going to do a, a really fun event or try to do some NIL stuff around it with the Gatorverse. Uh, mm. but we will be there at least once this summer. We can't, um, can't talk about that yet, but that I'm excited for what's in the works for the summer. This could be some vibes, man. Uh, I wouldn't mind doing a couple of those in the summer, but we, right, we, got, we yeah. got a tour. If anybody in from the University of, yeah, right. Anybody from the University of Florida uh, admin listening to this show, facility-wise, we need the Stadium Miguel tour. We need to see the the, the football-only facility building uh, in our own little tour, grand fashion way, before we can pump the sunshine. Friend of the show, Ben Chase, make it happen. Oh, ben, yeah. what it do, baby? 
Ty corrected me. We came in second at the Pittsburgh Regional, but advanced nonetheless. My apologies uh, there. Uh, yeah, and we're, we'll hope to get uh, Trinity Thomas back. Um, if if anything, just so she can end her career on her own terms and, and not with you know the lower body injury. Um, she she's been through a lot, and uh, she deserves to go out on her own terms, uh, end her college career right. Already. Aaron Hodges asked if anybody's going to Utah. Um, Silk, I know you and You're... I kind of talked about it, trying to figure out my travel schedule for the fall uh, with work and then going to Europe and some other things as well. Uh, but um, hope to hope to be there. Nick's contractually obligated to be there. I'll be there. So, so Nilk I'm there, baby. There. I'm pulling up. I got to pull up. Nilk. Nilk's there. It's the Nilk. We can finally be Nilk, baby. Nilk's there, Yeah, baby. next Thursday. You guys can try it out. Yeah, we warm up. It's spring Nilk. We'll have a spring, <laughs> we'll have a spring practice with, with the Nilk. Uh, the Nilk I'm going out there. This is the only time I'm ever going to want to go to Utah, so I better take advantage of it. I got some scenery out there. Mm. I could probably do some great meditation out there in the mountains. You know what I'm saying? The yeah, the mountains <laughs> are right there. That's that's what's nice right there, baby. There 15 yeah. minutes outside of the city. So uh, Salt Lake City is a, is a beautiful town. Uh, Park City is 45 minutes away. That's great. Uh, great Salt Lake's not too far uh, as well. So if you can make that trip, I know it's on a Thursday, uh, but if you can make that trip, uh, Salt Lake city is beautiful, a little bit different, uh, but, uh, but definitely a, a beautiful site uh, to be seen. Uh, but, but stay tuned. Flying out on a Wednesday and coming back on a Saturday is definitely cheaper. Yeah. It just, sure is. Yep. Just tell you that. Um, I think I might fly out Tuesday. Mm. That's how you feeling. Get some time, get some time yeah. in Salt Lake. Well, that's what I was. I woke. I was planning on coming out Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. And then Thursday is the game. Friday, I'm not leaving. So the Friday, vibing. Every, vibing, man. Just just hanging out, enjoying the city, sightseeing and whatnot. Not bringing the kids. The wife's coming along, but definitely going to Utah. Want to do a tailgate or mm-hmm. maybe some meet and greets at a restaurant, bar. We'll figure all that out. But I'm definitely going to Utah. Uh, we're gonna smash them folks. They want to make us play on a Thursday night. We're gonna make them regret it. Run the damn ball. <laughs> I love it. And as a reminder, uh, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. here on YouTube, going to do a call-in show. Just hang out, keep the vibes light and everything else. So, uh, Silk, you have the song of the week, but let me give a quick shout-out uh, to our friends over at Home Field Apparel. forgot to mention them earlier. Homefieldapparel.com. Use promo code Stadium and Gale. We'll get you 15% off of your order. Uh, 90 or 100 different schools now. All sorts of options. Florida Gators have 17 or 18 different shirts. A lot of really cool old retro uh, logos. Also have the baseball script uh, logo as well. But a lot of great stuff over there. Homefieldapparel.com. Promo code Stadium and Gale. So, song of the week. I'm going to people something different they probably never heard before. Uh, Coda the Friend is the name of the artist. The track name is High Noon. Let me get some of that high noon. Speaking of high noon, have you guys tried the new tequila high noons? No, not uh-huh. yet. Not bad. Mm. Not a huge tequila guy. It's just not my thing. I'm more it's of a thing. more of a bourbon guy and a, a vodka guy, but uh, not not too shabby. I think right. some of the flavors are a little bit more tequila y than the others, but like uh, that. but not bad. I like I like it more tequila. Yeah, yeah, big so, tequila guy. Uh, they don't sponsor our pod, so that's enough free advertising for them. Uh, but uh, we thank everybody for joining us on YouTube. Uh, if you could like, hit that thumbs up button, subscribe, share with your friends, 
put it on social media, all that stuff. It all helps grow this show and grow this program and increase the opportunities that we can bring and provide to you, the Florida Gator fan. So with that, see you guys at a different time, same corner on Wednesday. Hump day. <laughs>